My name is Miss Tiffany Morgan. Rowing away. <laughs> it's Troy. What's going on here? Just a whole lot of celebrity. Cosmer Blood. And welcome to What's the Maple Tea with your host. What's the Maple Tea? <laughs> we never get it right, do we? <laughs> My name is Miss Tiffany Morgan, drag queen extraordinaire here in Kingston, Ontario, Canada. And, and my name is Rowena Way, and I am very skeptical about that last description of drag queen extraordinaire. Well, you know, I that's that's what I am. That's my new title. What can you say? Miss Gay Kingston in perpetuity. <laughs> yeah, there will never be another Miss Gay Kingston. We'll have to uh we have to host another pageant soon though. Another like Kingston Pride pageant or something like that. Yeah. Revoke you of your title. Revoke <laughs> Is this an uprising? I thought this was a podcast about Canada's Drag Race Season 2. It is a podcast about Canada's Drag Race Season 2. Today we're going to be talking about our, uh, who we think is going to be on Canada's Drag Race Season 2, who we know is going to be on Canada's Drag Race Season 2, and I mean, we know nothing. But today we have an extra special guest to teach us all about the casting details that we do not know because we're all oblivious. She's got her finger on the trigger. She's got her finger on the trigger. She has her eye up to that keyhole. She's been peeping, spying, <laughs> and she still knows nothing. But that's okay. Welcome to the show, Mimiosa. Hello, divas. So lovely to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm not. Uh, a know-it-all. I just love stalking Reddit. <laughs> and when you say Reddit, you mean a redhead? <laughs> yes, Mimiosa. So tell the audience, who are you? How fabulous you are and all that kind of stuff. Well, I am a drag queen that's living and performing in Kingston, Ontario with my sisters. And I've been doing drag here for, I don't know what, like, five years now I guess something like that maybe a bit longer um anyways uh yeah I have no projects going on this is the first thing I've done in months uh because the pandemic has made me lazy and I don't have a laptop so it's really hard to do digital drag <laughs> you gotta just do Instagram lives lots of Instagram lives like all the Toronto girls I just get too drunk and make a fool of myself so I'm just sticking to isn't that your drag? I, You know, as I was saying it, I was like, that's what you get at a live show with Mimiosa anyway. So might as well just give the people what they miss. You know, that is the only reason why I do drag shows is to justify my drinking my ass stupid. <laughs> because when you do it at home alone, it's called 
a Wednesday. <laughs> Mimosa Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> That's always been my motto. <laughs> All right. So this is a special podcast just for our podcast listeners out there. And we're like, what? Who is on season two of Canada's Drag Race? We, we have our speculations out there. We're, we're like, who is it? Who isn't it? it? Mimiosa mm-hmm. is our resident kind of expert on this sort of thing. But... So just to give everyone an update before we get into the tea, mm. Canada's Drag Race Season 2 is currently filming. They are, they've done their sequester. They've done their quarantine. They are in Hamilton in the studios, and they are filming Canada's Drag Race Season 2. So if there's anyone that you have noticed has fallen off of social media, tell us about it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Give us the tea. Give us because Canada is such a large country. We cannot keep track of every single drag queen out there. <laughs> if they've disappeared from, you know, the tundras of the north. I don't know. I don't know. If you haven't seen them in a while and their dog said, give us a ring. <laughs> I do feel like this year though, it's harder to see who is missing because you don't see anybody. No one has seen anybody in three or four lockdowns. So these disappearances could just be, you know, average, everyday depression. I also think it's funny, too, like what happened with Canada season one was they got like almost Reddit got almost every queen right, except for Jimbo, because Jimbo was like not a very well-known queen. So like for months and months, nobody had any idea who this final like drag queen was. And with season two, it's even more, um, it seems even more unsure, again, because nobody's outperforming. There's there's nobody that's doing a regular gig. So it's kind of hard to pinpoint who's just kind of, you know, going through the motions of pandemic life and who is actually, like, gone away filming Drag Race. So there's yeah. only, like, three or four queens that people are 100% sure of. Everybody else is kind of fair game. And especially all these, like, small town queens that they might have picked. Anyone from outside of the big cities won't have a massive following. They won't have been doing regular, like lots of regular shows. And so that change really probably isn't very apparent. Yeah. And if they're going off to visit their family in Hamilton, Brazil, uh, (laughs) (laughs) there's a Hamilton in Brazil, right? (laughs) There's a Kingston in Jamaica. I've just been in Jamaica the entire time. All right, so I, I'm going to just totally throw a name out there who I think is on Canada's Drag Race Season 2, and I love her to bits, and I wish her all the best, Yaya Torres. Yaya Torres. I mean, I would love it if Yaya was on Drag Race. She is a star. She's Definitely made a name for herself, at least in Ottawa, Toronto, like southeastern Ontario areas. And she's an iconic Brazilian queen. But I have a feeling she's not on this season. Partially because I've spoken to her recently. But because... (laughs) (laughs) How dare you ruin... No, no, this is just rude. This is just rude. (laughs) Dashing Tiffany's hopes and dreams one by one. All right, so she's not on (laughs) Canister. First name turned out there. Yes. I think Yaya would be a great contestant on Canada's Drag Race. She was kind of one that I was 
watching when I started to figure out like that the sequester was happening. She was one of the people I kept checking out because I mean, she's funny, she's beautiful, she's you know, I feel like she'd have a lot of the challenges down. So I think she'd be a serious competitor in the competition. Mm-hmm. Um I don't think I, she knows how to sew though. Oh. Well that's not a good thing going that's into, not a good into thing. drag race. Yeah, well, I thought it. I thought it was a dead ringer when she's like, "I'm going away to Brazil for thirty days," <laughs> and I'm like, "Wait a minute! When you say Brazil, do you mean southwestern Ontario?" <laughs> and I don't want to fan the flames here, but I did hear some rumors that there was one queen who was supposed to be on the show, but something happened and and they were switched out last minute. So, Safonda Cox. Yeah. So any of these queens <laughs> that we're talking about really could have been been supposed to be on the show but can't say it because you know maybe they're going to be on season three who's to say that's why i haven't been talking about canada's drag race yeah i was supposed to be on season two (laughs) but i'm now going to be on season three well let's uh let's this theory popped up to my head because uh because during covid um, uh, you know, you're a producer, you're trying to mitigate risk and all that kind of stuff. Do you think that they may have had like a, a larger group available just in case when they came down to the final time to say, hey, get your butt over to Hamilton and start screening um, that uh, like there could have been there could have been like 30 of them just sitting in the wings until that very last moment. Imagine a small production company in Canada paying to house double the number of queens for a two-week quarantine okay thank you. yeah that's a good point yeah yeah i can imagine that they probably had three or four extra queens probably toronto queens the toronto queens (laughs) the ones they don't have to pay for ecstasy love the only hamilton queen was just put on the sidelines just in case just sit outside the stage door there just in case someone just starts coughing a fit and we're, we'll just grab you <laughs> just bring it in <laughs> all right so my first name obviously is shot down um rowena who do you think would be in season two so i have been craving i really 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 want some Jada Hudson on season two. Yes, Jada. I like, I've seen her perform a couple times and I know she's a star and I follow her on Instagram. And I think that she's, she's one of those people who will do really well. I'm not so sure about like the acting challenges, but like, I know that she'll do well in at least like the performances and in the runways. Um, so. That's my wish. Fingers crossed. I just don't want to see somebody like that who, um, I don't want her to be like a Tina Burner or something where like year after year people are like, Jada, I want Jada on. And then she finally gets on and it's like, oh, okay. Because it's been like four years of us like wanting Jada on. But I mean, I'm sure she's a shoe in for, for some season, whether it be season two, season three, season four. We're not making it to 18. (laughs) (laughs) At some point, Canada and the U.S. will figure out their visas. Canada's drag race will stop being a thing. And Canadian queens will be competing on the American show. That's a lovely thought you've had. It's a lovely incorrect thought, I know. (laughs) Well, you know, I'm applying for my American visa and also my uh, Chinese visa as well. 
Uh, <laughs> I got all all of my bases covered. Mimi. Okay. Any word on Jada? Well, Jada's been posting a lot on social media, so unfortunately, <laughs> I don't think this is her year. Oh. Well, I mean, I guess I'm too full of myself to notice, so. <laughs> Mimi. That's the... Oh, sorry. Nope, nothing. Got nothing to say. I, I was going to say, you, since you have the finger on the on the pulse and all that kind of stuff, who? Give us a name. Give us a name. Okay, probably the one I'm most excited for and somebody that I was hoping would be on season two even before like people started disappearing from social media was Eve 6000. I mean, I listen to her podcast every week, so... Wait, you listen to hers and not ours? What's going on, girl? Who said I don't listen to your podcast? Uh, the viewership. That says that. <laughs> oh, okay. The stats. The stats are... <laughs> so Eve 6000, so, yeah. Yeah, so she's a Toronto queen. She has disappeared from social media in line with the filming date. And uh, yeah, I'm hoping she is on. I'm hoping that she does well. She kind of strikes me as somebody who wouldn't do Drag Race if she didn't know, you know, she wouldn't go not ready. She's been very particular in the podcast with the ugly one that, you know, when she does Drag Race, she wants to make sure she goes in with like the right package and that she's able to excel at all the challenges. So I don't know. I have a feeling she'll do pretty well on the season if she is on. Excellent. And do you think she'll be one of those queens that, like, everyone's rooting for? Do you think she'll be kind of like an underdog? Uh, I mean, I'm hoping she's kind of a clear front runner. honestly. She gives me the the winner, the winner vibes, and I just want to see her excel in everything and um, kind of steamroll the competition. Yeah, I only know her through Instagram, to be honest. <laughs> I know her through reputation, too. But she's really well known for, for the looks and stuff. It, does, she, is, does she have a pageant back, background as well? or? Yeah, she's a pageant queen. She's also um, our good sister, Fenny Kruger's drag mother. Oh, no. The one who birthed Fenny. I don't yeah. know if I can cheer for that. But she's also uh, Aurora Matrix's drag mother. So there's that, too. <laughs> okay, I'm split. Right? <laughs> yeah. And I'm a little split, too. Wait, Fanny has a mother? I thought she was just, like, birthed out of, you know, a dumpster somewhere. <laughs> of course. I don't know it... how close their, their relationship is, but I do hear that technically Eve 6000 is Fanny's drag mom. So we're like one degree separation from Eve 6000. This is great. This is great news. Okay. True. Tiffany, you're zero degrees of separation from the previous winner of Canada's Drag Race. I know. Isn't it awesome? Isn't it awesome? I'm best just friends with Bianca. <laughs> she hasn't responded to me in a while. <laughs> um, okay. Tiff, who do you want to see on it? All right. Yaya's debunked. Well, so this other name came up and I was, I thought for sure, for sure. I was even telling friends of mine, I was showing photos. <laughs> I was like, this one, this one. And it was Vicky Licks, Vicky Licks from Toronto. Now, I thought Vicky was going to be on as well. I really did. Uh, she went absent around the right time. She was silent on socials. She, uh, she's kind of, 
made a thing about um, doing a lot of photo shoots recently, getting a lot of media attention. She left her podcast. Yeah, the, the leaving the podcast was like a big sign for me. Yeah. And then Mimi told me something. Mimi, what did you find out? Well, I well actually, Fenny told me. Let's give her some credit here. But we were talking about who might be on the show, and I was talking about Vicky Licks, and she said, no, I just saw a video of her in a cab on her way to shoot an OnlyFans video. So she's been uh, sequestering due to COVID for something. It was <laughs> not Drag Race. It was definitely for the porn. Right. Oh. oh. I mean, which oh. one matters more? I, I, it's now getting coming together. It's now coming together. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, but why would, I, why, why would she go off social media, though, and in the podcast? I just don't really understand that, but. I mean, there's so many var- variables. Like we said, like maybe she was supposed to be like an alternate or maybe she was a first choice, but something happened and she wasn't able to do it. Like, there's so many things like that happened behind Exactly. There's so many things that happen behind the scenes that we're unaware of. Like, like, hey, let's just be honest. If I was uh, Drag Race, uh, Canada's Drag Race Season 2, or Porn Video with Matthew Camp, I may choose the Porn Video with Matthew Camp. <laughs> I'm not going to disagree with you there. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to choose uh, Canada's Drag Race Season 2 over the Porn Video with Matthew Camp. <laughs> But uh, good for you too. She's she's saying that because she knows she could have him at any time. <laughs> All right, just need to be in the right place at the right time. Now, Vicky Licks would would definitely give you uh, like if if Vicky Licks was in season two, Rowena, like how would you compete against that in season three? <laughs> I mean, because... I'm gonna have to rebrand. I am rebranding. I am no longer the Muscle Barbie. I am now uh, the Drag Cougar of Kingston. The Queen of Wheat, Drag Cougar <laughs> of Kingston. And the Queen of Wheat. See, I've been rebranded already. I don't have to rebrand. Okay. People right. did it for me. She still could be the trade of season three. All right. <laughs> um, I'll be the backup for season three who gets traded in for the queen who can't go. <laughs> All right. Were we... Wow. What was that? Quiet on set, please. Uh, so the next person who I really wanted to go on, I know that they're not on. But I'm going to say it anyways. I was wishing and hoping for Shafonda Cox. Ever since I first saw her perform, I thought she was going to be on season one. I thought she was going to be on season two. But she's been posting like a fiend on Instagram constantly. And she was living in California like last week. I'm sure that she made it far in the audition process, though. Like it seems like a lot of early insider tea was saying that like Shafonda was was on and mm. I don't know maybe they found something in the background they didn't like well I, I was thinking that uh, because it it was very well known in the in the gossip circles that she got a first or second phone call I'm wondering if she mm. inadvertently like kind of uh, got herself kind of disqualified that way I don't know uh, but it is a shame to see see her not be on there because like her performance, her stage presence and stuff like that is just like so powerful, so energetic. Um, I, I would have loved to see that on camera. 
Well, now that she's, uh, she seems to be working in the States more often. So it's possible she has that working visa and we might see her on a future season of RuPaul's Drag Race. I think too, Safonda reminds me a bit of, of Priyanka a little bit in, in the way that they're both like really hardworking, like drag performers in the Toronto scene that maybe the looks aren't as polished, but they're certainly giving you, you know, a good dance number. They're giving you comedy at the show. Mm -hmm. Like, so I don't know, maybe there was something with that where they thought the personalities were too similar and didn't want to kind of repeat the same thing because there were, you know, some complaints about some messy looks on season one and, focusing too much on personality, which I don't think is a bad thing. No, I think that they definitely focus too much on looks nowadays. I agree. I mean, if you look at all of those women married to all of those men, clearly they're not going for looks. They're going for personality. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, the best winners, too, like, that everybody kind of rallies behind are not necessarily the fashion girls. Right? It's people like Bob, Jinx. Alaska. Yeah. Like, yeah. Violet, Violet's a great winner. Sasha's a great winner. Aquaria's a great mm-hmm. winner. But nobody is nobody talks about those people because they had amazing looks. They talk about them because their personality was so endearing, along with having good fashion, if they did. Yeah. But when they didn't, people like Jinx still won the competition without having a single good look on the season. So... <laughs> I, but wait, there was the. No, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, yeah, like, like for any competition sort of thing, it, it, it's more than just the look. You have to have the talent, the uniqueness, the uh, <laughs> uniqueness, nerve, and talent, uh, sort of You've thing. You've got the charisma there, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, uh, but how many? How many? Let's be honest. In the industry, we know those queens who know how to paint on a face like they're stunning and beautiful on instagram they look great they look great but you put them on the stage and then it's like ah. and then there are the queens who don't know how to paint on instagram and also don't know how to perform on stage yeah exactly and they still become superstars like me (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say i started out being like i don't care how i look i just want to be a good performer and then I gave you neither of those things. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you're just joining us halfway through the program, my name is Miss Tiffany Morgan. I am Rowena Way. And this lovely, uh, lovely lady with us is Mimiosa. Yes. Kingston's premier drag queen. <laughs> Says every single one of us every time we introduce ourselves. <laughs> but I mean it. <laughs> There we go. There we go. All right. So. And uh, we are about to get the tea from Mimi on the second person who is confirmed, or as much as we can right now, on Drag Race, Canada's Drag Race Season 2. Well, I think somebody that had a lot of, um, you know, preseason promise, a lot of people wanted this person on Season 1, and it seems like she may be on Season 2. I have a personal connection with this queen. Her name is Geometric, and she's from Vancouver. And when did you sleep with her? Well, that's, it's funny you should say that. <laughs> Back when I was in high school, Miss, um, Miss Giorgio and I were, were chatting on MSN Messenger, as you do. And um, 
I was going to Toronto for a Shakespeare competition, and we had decided that he would um, come to the Shake Shakespeare. Your yeah, come to the Shakespeare competition and and hang out with me. Obviously, nothing happened because I was in high school and I was with my teacher. But it was a cute moment, and I'll never forget it. And now we're both drag queens. Oh, and one is successful. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> in Vancouver. Let's just put that in Vancouver. Uh, so, if only some of the talent had rubbed off on me. <laughs> like is uh, Geometric, so is Geometric one of the, um, there's a major drag house in Vancouver. Is Geometric part of that house? The Brat Pack? The Brat Pack. Yeah, so she is a part of the Brat Pack. She, uh, she won Vancouver's, like, best performer or something a couple of years ago or best drag queen or whatever that is. And she's somebody that people, like, one of those big names that people thought of immediately when Canada's drag race was announced. Um, again, kind of in the same vein of, like, uh, I guess I would say probably somewhere like closer to Priyanka level where it was like a younger performer. That's a good dancer that everybody kind of wants to see on the show. Um, she serves better looks than Priyanka, but, <laughs> but I think that was, she's somebody that people want to see on and it's good that it seems like she might be on. But do we think that she'll have the personality to win? I don't know. I don't know her that well, <laughs> but you hung out at Shakespeare camp. <laughs> Yeah, I think, uh, I don't know, that was like 15 years ago. So who's to say how much she's changed since then? And it's just nice to see these big names get knocked out so that like in later seasons, like girls like me and you can get on. Yeah. Because once they've run through, run through the gamut of all the, the big name girls, they'll finally start giving giving us local girls a shot. Hey, I am working on getting my name out there so that at least... Maybe not a big name, but like I can be a medium name. So people will be like, oh, I've heard that name before. I want to be that queen. The but one that's like, I've heard that name. What's nice, I just want to be mentioned on the Reddit threads when people are like, who's on season two? I really want to see Mimiosa on. I just want to get to that level. All right. Mimi, commenting on the Reddit threads, asking for yourself to be on is not the same thing. <laughs> All right, I need to sign up to Reddit. Get me on the Reddit. I'll be like, Mimiosa, I heard a lot about her. <laughs> I also think co what's cool about like Canada's Drag Race 2 is that if you look at some of the people that are rumored to be on, their Instagram followings aren't that big. Like I have a bigger Instagram following than some of the rumored girls. And it just goes to show that like recently American Drag Race has been so heavy on like high Instagram follower accounts to pick their cast. But it looks like this, like Canada's Drag Race and also season 14, they just threw that out the window and just picked who, you know, who stood out to the casting, which is the way it should be. It shouldn't rely on yeah. who's the yeah. most famous pre-show, right? Well, well, I can understand from a producer point of view, they, they want to be able to reach a bigger audience and stuff like that to, to watch the program. But yeah, it's... Uh, and I can speak from my own personal experience. Like, I've had my YouTube channel for, <laughs> like, 15 years. I don't know how long. And I have, like, under 100 subscribers. <laughs> and I'm like, damn it, I want over 100 subscribers, please. Uh, and I'm just looking at Geometrics um, uh, Instagram followers there, too. She has over 9,000 followers, not, like, 125,000 followers that, mm -hmm. like, other, mm -hmm. you know, queens have. 
But I, I like when I look at that, I'm still pretty impressed by her. Like, you know, that's like at least I, eight eight thousand five hundred more people than follow me. <laughs> I'm very excited for my fifteen followers on Twitter to increase to like a thousand when I get on season three. When those yeah, rumors come out. Exactly. All right, let's start the rumors now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I honestly, um, the House of Torres has already started the rumor that I'm on season three. So I'm good. <laughs> I'm happy. Thanks, Ian. Thanks, Yaya. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Mimiosa, you said geometric. So it's my turn. I, It's my turn. Look at us. We're just going around in a circle here. Um, who do I think? I, I've... Oh, oh, let's throw this name out there. Isis Couture. Isis Couture from Ottawa. I, I don't have any names from the East Coast. I can't, I, I'm sorry to say. But uh, I, uh, yeah, Isis Couture, amazing. So um, when you see her makeup, her makeup is just like, just stunning. It's very unique as well. Uh, and then when you see her perform in person, oh my God. <laughs> like at Spearhead Brewery there. Uh, when you uh, had her down there, Robina, before COVID, it was just like, wow, look at her go. I can understand why she's such a big name in Ottawa, but uh, uh, what do you think, Robina? What do you think? Isis Couture. I would kill for Isis to be on the show. I think she would bring a great energy. Like, she'd definitely be bringing the looks. She would be bringing the lip syncs. She would definitely be a lip sync assassin. She de- she was not really a big trick queen she's not like big on like stunting or death drops or splits but she's a very good performer and she's very engaging um and who knows she might be good at the acting i don't know actually though she might be uh one of those people kind of just like bottom of the barrel on the acting challenges but i hear she's gone missing oh Mimi. It's true. It's true. Oh. She has not been active on social media since the sequester date. She's certainly one of the ones that people think is definitely on the show. I don't know anything about her. I didn't see her when she was here. Um, I've never been to Ottawa, so I've never seen her. So I know nothing. I did, however, write in our Google Doc that I don't think she would do well in the acting challenges. Oh, well, there you go. Why? And that was know. based on what? <laughs> based on just her look, I suppose. I don't know. I got this vibe that I got the vibe that she wouldn't be somebody who would be good at acting challenges. I don't know what to say. She's a she's a very very friendly person. She'll get along with the other girls, which maybe isn't good for the drama, but she will definitely bring the looks, and she would probably have some of those iconic looks for the season. Now. That being said, Isis Couture has a drag sister who is actually related to her. Uh, Savannah Couture, who has very different style, a little bit different makeup, similar performance style, and she's also missing. So ask for the drama, having drag sisters and actual brothers be on the same season would be iconic. Now, I think that would be great. That'd be such a gag. The only thing is, like, they obviously would know that the other one is going to be there. Well, you think that on Drag Race Down Under, Ketamine, Anita Wiglet, and Electroshock didn't know that they were all going to be there? They all work at the same bar. 
like obviously they knew so it's it's like that where it's like if there was a way that they could actually make it a gag for those two that would be really really cool but I'm sure they'll play it up on the show but in reality like if they're both going they know it and they're gonna yeah and they also know what each other's drag will be on the show they helped each other prep Savannah or sorry Isis shows so she would probably have helped Savannah prepare outfits like it's can you imagine, like, if they were in the final and they're looking at the photos of their younger selves and they're like, oh, here's a photo, <laughs> and they're both in it. <laughs> what would you say to your younger self and to your younger brother? <laughs> I think I think that would make really great television in Canada, right? Like, I think, I think Canada would love to see that little f- family story sort of thing. How is it that Canada just took that RuPaul's best friend race storyline and just made it into a TV show? <laughs> that, that's us. That's us. We like the we like the nice. We like the nice. What can we say? Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So the next person. So I've seen this person perform a couple times, and they are from my previous home of Alberta, Stephanie Prince. I've hey, heard I've been, some rumors. I've been wondering about this, and I was hoping you would have some insight about what her, her deal is. Yeah, so Stephanie is very much kind of like a... Uh, when I when I see her perform and when I see her drag, I think she's very much like a Kiara and a Naomi. She's very much like a Naomi Campbell like fashion style of drag. It's a little bit skimpier, no like breasts. Um, very body revealing, but her performances are killer. She she tricks, she dances, she stunts. She I she has a personality. I don't know if it's an acting personality, but if she is actually on, like I hear, I think you're right, Mimi. I have seen so many girls in Alberta. I I started doing drag in Edmonton. I've seen all the big Edmonton queens. I've seen so many of the Calgary queens perform and some queens from Red Deer and all these other small towns. Stephanie Prince is not the person I would have thought would be the first Alberta queen to be on Drag Race. She must have shown those producers something out of the box or something that they were really looking for that they didn't have on this cast because... I don't know why they chose her when they have so many other iconic Alberta queens. Uh, like no see, shade, she's fantastic, but like. So you're saying they she may have given them access to her OnlyFans account. <laughs> she definitely gave them some freebies. I don't know what though. <laughs> but that goes to show that it doesn't always, you know, it isn't always the most popular girl somewhere. It's it's up to you know what what works with the cast that they've already picked or, or what they're missing or, you know, yeah. Like she may have showed them something that nobody else gave and they really wanted to see that on the show. So yeah, you never know. Or, or she was, you know, had that charisma for instance, or something like that (laughs) more so than the other Queens, but it'd be nice to see someone from Alberta. Did we have anyone from Alberta in season one? I don't think we did. No, this is, this is what I mean. This is the first Alberta queen. And it's not who I thought it would be. Like, Alberta has had so many superstars in Alberta, from Alberta. And, like, and some more older queens, like some more established queens, too. Like, 
like Vanity Fair, Misty Meadows, um, Flamingo, Lilith Fair, like some really big names from Alberta that I would have thought would be on this show before Stephanie Prince. Felicia Bonet. Imagine if Felicia Bonet was on. Like, ugh. But no. Maybe next year. Maybe next time. <laughs> it would be really fun. It would be really fun for me on Canada's Drag Race Season 3 to compete against my Edmonton sisters. That would be fun. But that was, that's what's good about them running through all the Montreal and Toronto girls, is that at some point they're going to start half the casting people from like the Northwest Territories, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. I would watch that, like, you know, someone from the Yukon, from someone from Nunavut. Like, it'd be awesome to see something like that. Like, where did you learn your drag? Well, on Banff, uh, <laughs> Baffin Island. Yeah, there we go. Uh, oh, my goodness sakes. Oh, my goodness sakes. Well, maybe we'll eventually get a queen from Timmins, Tiffany. I am not <laughs> from Timmins. I am not from Timmins. But there are queen. I think there are some queens. Was there? Uh, anyway, <laughs> there were drag shows. There were traveling drag shows to Timmins. I do remember that. Um, yeah, Mimi, do you have any other names yourself? Um, oh, yeah. So my other, the other one that I really wanted to see was Pythia from Montreal. Um, very much a look queen. I'm sure that she can turn out, you know, I think, I feel like she could do a snatch game, a pretty good snatch game, at least a convincing um look because she's very good at transforming her face and 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 doing what calls for whatever character she's portraying um she would probably be the most popular queen instagram wise if she were on the show she has been missing during a sequester date but apparently there's some conflicting information about whether or not she's on but she's somebody i could totally see on and i would love to see her and um, she'd be kind of, yeah, that fashion look queen of the, sh of the show that I think people might have been missing in season one. She has 16,000 followers on Instagram all what? on her own. So Wow. Wow. That's, seven, that's 17,000 more followers than I have. And she can sew, I'm pretty sure. I think she makes all of her outfits. Everyone says that. Everyone says, I make all of my own outfits. But when it comes to Drag Race, you don't make all of your own outfits because you have four weeks to prepare. Yeah, exactly. Imagine making 20 runways in four weeks. Like, I can turn out one outfit in a week, but it's never to the level of Drag Race. Yeah, I could do a dress in a day, but is it going to be drag race worthy absolutely not is it going to fit you absolutely not exactly all of these <laughs> things i sold the zipper on an outfit wrong the other like probably two months ago and i still haven't like gone in to fix it i've just it's just been sitting in my closet and i'm like i should probably do something with that at some point <laughs> i am so upset actually i'm gonna rant about this because i have a you know a medium um jan on her entrance look for All Stars 6, wore an outfit that is in structural design, so similar to something I'm currently making, <laughs> it pisses me off. So I'm going to have to change my design a little bit, I think, to make it different so it doesn't look like I'm copying her. 
Don't you just hate that? Don't, like, you know, I had some outfits that I wore, like, when I first Moo-moo? started. First started doing drag 20 years ago, and then I, you know, take it out of the box 10 years later, and someone's like, oh, so-and-so did that uh, years ago. And I'm like, yeah, it was me. (laughs) I've had this in my closet for 10 years, and I just took it out. (laughs) I don't think anyone has ever looked at my drag and said, I want to make that. I want to wear that. That's not something that's happened for me. (laughs) Do we have any... things like... Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, even things like the Catherine D-list dressing gown that I have, like whoever, like Farrah wore one, I think, on Drag Race and Robbie Turner wore one. And it's like, I could go in wearing it, but at the same time, it'd be like, oh, well, Robbie Turner already did that or Pheromone did that. And I was like, yeah, but I had that piece of clothing before either of them were on the show. I'm just not on Drag Race. Yeah. You have to be original. Well, and that's... (laughs) And I just laugh at that. I just laugh at that because uh, suddenly we're we're not just competing against season one Canada's Drag Race queens. We're also now competing against 14 other seasons plus all stars plus, you know, uh, international queens now, too. It's like it's like, oh, God, like it's going to be insane pressure, not pressure on the queens. And that Um, can always be the penetration of season three of Canada's Drag Race, (laughs) Tiffany. And somebody mentioned this the other day. They were like, well, why is, you know, Drag Race Spain airing at the same time as All Stars or whatever? And somebody made the point of, well, if you think about other franchises like Big Brother, like UK versus Big Brother America, the American audience isn't tuning in to the UK version. But with Drag Race, everybody's watching every franchise. So you do have that, that lexicon of looks in your mind when you see somebody in Canada wearing the same thing as somebody from like UK or US. Yeah. It's like when uh, when Crystal walks down the runway in her full body pantsuit with the face kini and hat, and it's like an identical outfit to something that was just worn on Drag Race, like uh, the regular Drag Race. You're like, well, they were on filming at the same time. How could they have known? But now we're comparing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um... Okay. Who is the next desirable, Tiff? Well, I have no other names, and I wish I had names from the East Coast, because I would. I, we need East Coast representation, damn it. Uh, I have been hoping for Frida Wales. I really have. I want her to be on. She's hilarious. But honestly, looking at our like list so far, I don't see any comedy queens. Yeah, I think... Um, yeah, I don't see any either. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like I don't know who I don't know who they've cast that will bring any humor to this season and it's kind of scaring me. But that could be one of the there could be like there's a few queens that nobody knows about. So there might be a few that are like again those Jimbo type queens where nobody knows them but then they make this huge impression. Um now that I think about it, I haven't seen Quirky Bitch in a while. Oh, yes. There we go. Corky Pitch. Shout out to Corky Pitch. Corky. Corky for the win. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Could you imagine we're all speculating about who's on Drag Race and we don't even look at our own local scene? Right? (laughs) I mean, there's only, what, like 10 of us, and yet we didn't look. We have no idea. Do you know what I find offensive looking at this Reddit disappearances thread is that people are like, 
I looked at this city, I looked at this city, I looked at this city, and they're all these small cities in, like, again, like Alberta or, like, New Brunswick, and nobody has ever mentioned, I checked on all the Kingston queens. (laughs) (laughs) It's because we're all too vocal. We won't shut up about how we've never been on Drag Race. It's It's true, you're right. Next year, we just have to not talk. Don't post for the entire, like, month of casting. Let's and just see how many Reddit threads you're on. Amen. <laughs> Amen, sister. I'm just going to go dark. I'm going to go dark. People are going to think they're like, either she's just, you know, finally had a heart attack in the middle of the night, or she's on Canada's Drag Race. Which one is it? <laughs> well, it's uh, funny because people like Kiki Ko were like, people thought Kiki Ko was on for a little bit because she disappeared. But she had posted like a goodbye like post, and which you're not allowed to do. But it's so funny because everybody is like, oh, she must be on. Or like, there was another queen too, Sangina from Toronto, who also did a similar thing where they posted like this kind of cryptic, like final Instagram post. And everybody's theorizing that they're on. It's like, and I'm sure they gained a bunch of followers from Mm -hmm. that, just from pretending to be on the show. All right. I'm doing this. You know what? There we go. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm just going to post a bunch of, like, really good looks right after the show. Yeah. Of all those, like, looks yeah. I didn't use. And then uh, everyone's going to be like, oh, my God, she's totally on. <laughs> the runway theme must be muscle Barbie. <laughs> uh, I was speculating, though, some of the, the, uh, the queens that I said... Uh, they all seem to have done like uh, a photo series, a photo shoot series of them doing the pride colors um, uh, for, and they posted them on the Instagrams and stuff like that. And I, I was like, well, maybe that has something to do with it. But then again, it's quite a common theme out there. Do you see any other patterns? Is there other than just uh, queens going dark? Um, are there other patterns we should be looking for? I mean, somebody like Gia did a threat, like Gia posted a bunch of like professional photos, like in the weeks leading up to the disappearances, which is like what you do before you go to drag race is you pump out all these like photo shoots so that your Instagram looks more impressive before, like before you go to the show. Yeah. So that's something to always look out for is like, see who's like upping their Instagram game, like a couple weeks before the, the date. And then especially afterwards, too. Yeah. Especially afterwards. I still think, I still think we probably aren't going to know. Like, until they start coming home and people start talking. Because no matter how much you keep your mouth shut, you never keep it from your close friends. You never keep it from your family. Like, the people who know that you just went away for a month. Mm -hmm. They know. They get drunk. Especially when COVID's lifting. They're going to get drunk, and they're going to talk about it. Which sucks, because I really don't want to... I want to go into the season. Like, I want to know who's on the cast. But then I want to, like, piss off for, like, the, you know, the couple months before the season starts. Because I don't actually want to know anything. Because with Drag Race Season 1, Canada's Drag Race Season 1, I knew everything before the show started. And I think it would be so much more fun for Canada to go into it blind because I know some of the people and like that, you know, I'll be shocked by an elimination. I I made a point of for Canada's Drag Race season one, because I occasionally look at the Reddit spoilers. Of course, I made a point of not looking at the elimination orders and stuff like that. 
I didn't want to know who was going to win. Like, I knew that Priyanka was going to do well. But when Tainomi got sent home mm-hmm. early, I was like, what the hell? Because I didn't know. And I thought she was going to do amazing. Yeah. All we right. all knew Juice was going home first. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. I was hoping Juice would go home first. But I love Juice. So it's weird because I was like, I want Juice to go home first. But actually, she's really nice and I love her. So. All right, ladies. So we 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 have a few names out there, um, and of your queens, of your queens, uh, I'm going to ask the question. So there is always a snatch game, always a snatch game. So of your queens, uh, who do you think uh, your queen would perform, do in snatch game, and wh- whether or not they did? Oh well, we're just speculating. We're just completely speculating out there. Uh, so I are, I know I said Yaya Torres and you all shot me down, but <laughs> I thought I thought she could have done, uh, <laughs> she could have done an awesome Carmen Miranda. I think she could do an awesome Carmen Miranda, uh, and just like the audience just eat it up. All right, so. and she's back, back, back again. <laughs> There's going to be so much more editing in this episode than there usually is. Well, yes, I have to like edit down your shrill voice as well. <laughs> <laughs> the world hasn't been able to do it yet. You're not going to succeed either. <laughs> All right, Rowena. My name is Tiffany Morgan. You're Rowena Way, and we have our yes, guest. Yes, it is. We have our guest. Hey, guest That's me. There Hello, we go. I'm Mimi still Osa. here. All right, so I, I already said I think Car- if Yaya Torres was in season two, which we clearly have defined she's not, but she would have done a great Carmen Miranda. I, I think, I think that I think Canadian audiences would have loved to see, uh, you know, the Chica Bana- uh, Banana Girl. There, there we go. There we go. What do you think, <laughs> Rowena? Give us a name. What do you think? I think that Vicky Licks would actually do a good Xena warrior princess. Ah, yes, yes. And I would love that throwback to like my childhood where I got to see this badass chick with muscles beat up other people. I think that would have been pretty cool. And make out with other girls. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that too. That too. <laughs> Mimi. Um, I think that Eve, Eve does a really good Jennifer Coolidge impression. <gasps> yes, she does. And I and I don't think that she would have seen Australia yet. Like, I don't think she... I think she would have been gone when the Snatch Game episode aired. Whether or oh. not she was able to watch it is another question. And I'm sure production would be like, somebody just did this on Australia. But I still think she should do it because hers would be much better than Scarlet Racist Adams. So... Um, Thank you for calling yeah, that out. I, I think that Eve would do a great Jennifer Coolidge, but I also think Eve is smart enough to be like, to have a, another choice in the back pocket if she felt that doing Jennifer Coolidge would be a little bit too easy for her. Like, I think she'd have something else to go with. I mean, do what you're good at. Do what you're good at. Well, I, I agree. I, I think she'd hit it out of the park. So I, I saw her do that live. Like there, there was this lovely content out of Alberta of all places. Was it the House of Filth? I don't know if it was, uh, but they did a, uh, a a challenge like that. And uh, watching Eve Six Thousand do, oh wow, wow, and interacting and volleying with the other contestants mm-hmm. too. That was great. That was great. Oh, again, so you... a challenge. I see her steamrolling. My winner. 
Uh. <laughs> I said it here, folks. There we go. Mimi is predicting, knowing only like four guaranteed people, <laughs> that Eve 6000 is winning over all other 11 queens. Give her a dance challenge. She's out. <laughs> <laughs> so the girl group challenge, episode two. Oh my god. Do you think do you think uh, they'll do snatch game in the second episode again this time? Oh around? god, no. Oh gosh. They always do snatch game when there are between 7 and 9 queens remaining. Because then there's enough uh it the time works out and the number of jokes works out. So it'll be either like episode somewhere between episode 5 and episode like 8. I like an earlier snatch game though. Like I like, I like seeing enough celebrity impersonations. You don't like when they do the seven. You like when they do the nine. Yeah, I like to see a little bit more variety. Because I love snatch game. I want to see like more people do. And I can't believe fucking Electroshock did, um, Catherine O'Hara. She was she was actually pretty fun. I mean, I she wasn't. Should have won. I didn't think she should have won. I thought that Queen Elizabeth should have won. And she did. I didn't get it. I just don't think they understood that she was doing Moira Rose. I think that's what happened. Well, I think she should have said, I'm doing Moira Rose, not Catherine. You can't say that. What? You're not allowed to use a character. You have to to use the actress or actor. Oh, my God. You can't say. That's why people do characters, but you call yourself the actor. Because oh, it's copywritten. So you can say I'm doing Catherine O'Hara and then do Moira Rose, but you can't say I'm doing Moira Rose. Wow. Okay, I've learned something new. Uh, sorry. I, how long have I been doing this? Only only a few seasons. <laughs> 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 oh, my word. <laughs> so so I, that being said, I want to see somebody do Moira Rose on Snatch Game Canada. <gasps> Yes, absolutely. Especially because it is a Canadian show. Got that Canadian content. Well, I was hoping that with season one that they were going to make them do Canadian characters. Yeah, that would have been good, but we all saw how Celine Dion turned out. (laughs) But that was on American Drag Race. Hey, if you want to divide audiences out there in Canada, do Rita McNeil. Because there are people... I don't know who that is. (laughs) There are people out there who would be, like, up in arms that anyone's trying to impersonate her at all. And then the <laughs> other half would be like, oh, my God, that's so great. Um, and uh, apparently I've just aged myself. <laughs> every moment of every day, Jeff. I remember Rita McNeil and Friends on CBC. <laughs> uh, and Laura Secord. Please someone do Laura Secord. <laughs> See, that would be one of those good characters that people, they ha- don't know a personality. So you can make up whatever you want and just talk about chocolate the entire time. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I'm stealing that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I I think it's time to wrap this <laughs> this lovely speculative uh, program here today. Um, Mimi, thank you so much for being here today and uh telling uh, both Rowena and I that we're absolutely uh, wrong in our assumptions. <laughs> so thank you now, so much. Now, if any producers of Canada's Drag Race are watching this, I have no insider information. I'm simply speculating with my own brain 
and I am not leaking any important information about your television program. I'm simply talking about all the queens that I love here in Canada. And with that, Mimi, tell those producers where they can find you. Tell them your Instagram handle, your Facebook handle. Honestly, I don't know what my Instagram handle is right now. I think it's, is it Mimiosa? Is it just at Mimiosa or Mimiosa Queen? What is it right now? I thought I changed it recently. It oh, is Mimiosa Queen. No underscores, right? No underscores. Yeah, okay. I changed it recently to just Mimiosa Queen. So you can find me there. There we go. Wonderful. And uh, one final time, my name is Rowena Way. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, all with the same name. And now at Spearhead Brewery on their Queen of Wheat beer. There we How's go. How's it taste? It tastes delicious, actually. And like completely objective, it's delicious. And you can order it anywhere in Ontario, Canada at this point. I believe yeah. online. That's awesome news. And it raises money for the center. The CCGSD in, in Ottawa. Yes. Whatever that abbreviation means. My name is Tiffany Morgan. And that's spelled T-Y-F-F-A-N-I-E. And you can find me at Tiffany.com. Uh, where I have links on all to my socials and, and my YouTube channel. Did I mention my YouTube channel where I have under 100 <laughs> followers? I, I want some more followers on that, please. Please add me. Subscribe. <laughs> and you have been listening to What's the Maple Tea? Uh, you can find us on themapletea.ca, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Uh, hopefully, wherever you're listening to this right now might include Spotify Podcasts or on Facebook at What's the Maple Tea. All right, sweet peas. We'll see you later. Have Thanks a good night or me. day. Bye, Mimi. Thank you, Mimi. Bye.